0: Welcome to Audio Shelf.
1: A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany.
0: And we are the voices in your head. So I'm hoping no one texts me because then the texts go there.
1: (laughs) And someone just texted you.
0: Yes, it is 114 and I'm having some wine. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i'm having water in a jack daniels cup
0: <laughs> girl i just fell off my stool
1: i cannot believe that that broke
0: look at that look at that this is where it snapped
1: those things were, were always too wobbly
0: i know and i was like this i was sitting there doing my stuff and all of a sudden boom hello hi
1: i'm Brittany. I'm Brad. And we are Audio Shelf. Don't mention how long we've been gone, Brad.
0: We, I'm not going to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I lost track. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I'm very excited for this episode because this is a very important episode to kind of end 2020, this shitastic year that we've had. Mm, yeah. And we're going to talk about the, the positives, the good things about 2020.
1: Yes. In book format.
0: In book format, yes.
1: So we have our 2020 end of the year best books that we read slash mostly listened to because we are an audio book channel.
0: Why is that even a question anymore? (laughs) I
1: don't know. It's in our name. Sorry, person who watched us and thought we were talking about like a physical book. We're not.
0: No offense, but book reviewers don't even read physical books anymore. Let's be real.
1: Zip your lip! (laughs) All right, so I'll kick things off with the first one because I'm pretty sure it's probably on your list too, and I want to beat you to it.
0: Okay, okay. I try to pick different ones.
1: You didn't even know what I was picking.
0: You see, Benny. Mm. I do.
1: He is very invasive. What (laughs) the heck? (laughs)
0: So, which one one do you have?
1: My first one is "Cinderella Is Dead" by Kaylin Baron.
0: Oh, god! I gotta make that make. Take that one off my list.
1: <laughs> you didn't even know what I picked, so I don't know how you said I picked different ones. <laughs> we did this blind. Oh. Well, okay. We'll take that one off your list. That's why I wanted to say it first, because I wanted to claim it.
0: Okay, good, good, good. All right. Cinderella is dead. Why is it so good?
1: It's so good because, one, it is very uh, a change to a story that we know, but it's, like, set in the future, but in the past, because Cinderella is, like, super old, but yeah. then it's also, like, in the future of Cinderella times, mm-hmm. where was, people yeah. learn about Cinderella and they treat her as if she is, like, the gospel. But our main character goes on a quest of, like, bringing down the patriarchy. And it's just really good, especially in 2020.
0: Yes. And the and the LGBT represent, representation. Yes. And, and the Denver. diversity.
1: Oh. And it's have, really good.
0: Have you seen... Uh, Ms. Bayron's newest cover of her book? No. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. It's called The Poisoned.
1: This what? poison Heart.
0: Yes, that one. Oh, my God. Look at that cover. Oh. And guess what? UK is using the same cover almost as the US. So we don't have to buy from UK. I mean, like it was okay that we did
1: so I mean you but, mean you mean that the U.S. is using the one that the U.K. is
0: probably most likely because U.K. covers are always best
1: <laughs> yeah because the Cinderella's dead cover in the U.K. version was yeah. far superior than the U.S. one not that it was bad but it just was yeah. more realistic
0: exactly oh but yeah they're using the same cover like essentially
1: Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, my God. not wait. I, and this goes with our theming of what we thought the trend of book covers was going to be, which was, like, illustrative. Exactly. I don't want to say that we called it, but we called it.
0: Very true. Very true. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh.
1: So what is your book on your list?
0: Yeah. So I think I'm hoping this isn't going to be on your list as well. <laughs> But just kind of get the YA out of the way, because I want to kind of, you know, um, hit all of the, you know, a variety of different genres on my list. So A Heart So Fierce and Broken.
1: No, it's not on my list.
0: Ooh, difference.
1: I thought that it was going to be on your list. So I was Mm -hmm. like, I'm just going to not list that one because I have a feeling that Brad will go for it.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So this book came out in January and we got an early advanced copy from Bloomsbury. So thank you, Bloomsbury, for giving us Cinderella is Dead and Hearts of Fierce and Broken. Um, but this book was just so good because I think that it took away that, um, that structure of a trilogy. Whereas <laughs> we don't focus on the same characters as we did in the first book, which is A Curse So Dark and Lonely. Yeah. And we don't focus on too much of Harper and and Ren. We focus more on Gray and Leomaro, who is a new character to the series and we love, right? Far superior, in my far, opinion. Far superior. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so I just loved how Bridget Kemmer kind of turned the the tails on that little fairy tale, as you <laughs> say. Yes. I just love that series. And, you know, Thou So Bold and Deadly is coming out next year. So we're just, it's going to be a, a great wrap up to the series.
1: A hundred percent. And we actually have that one to read and review. Very excited about it. <laughs> Cannot wait. All right. So, so what's your next one? My next one is The Two Lives of Lydia Bird.
0: I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. By, by
1: Josie Silver.
0: Silver. <laughs> I knew you were going to pick it.
1: Um this book was like just so heartbreakingly wonderful to listen to. It really like got your emotions in check. It's a good cry. You can just feel all of the things that you need to feel with it. And yeah, I don't know. It's just a really really good book. And we listened to this one just as a little note to everyone out there and the audiobook was
0: spectacular. Oh gosh. And let's just say Josie Silver commented on our YouTube post about that and was like, no, I love you. (laughs) So automatic friend.
1: Automatic. Sorry. (laughs) You're stuck with us now.
0: Exactly. Oh, that was such a good book.
1: Really, really good. And it's one of the ones that it took me the longest to listen to, but not because of anything negative. It just was, I needed to give my eyes a break from the burning
0: tears Exactly. And was not the best book to read a week before my wedding.
1: No. Which I can't (laughs) believe that it was that long ago that we read this.
0: I know. It's crazy. It does
1: not feel like September was that long ago.
0: No, not at all. Mm. So speaking of tears, Oh, geez. This is on my list of top five. Obviously, we've read so many good books this year. Like Mm -hmm. so many. But I really Mm -hmm. wanted to select my top five, you know? Yeah. So I chose middle grade. I didn't pick that one either. No right. So the, this middle grade book is called "the S- The Space Between Lost and Found." Yes. Did you think middle grade was the, the cover or the I title? I
1: did. I did. <laughs> I was like, "Why did you say it like that?"
0: <laughs> I can see how that I was, was, like, was coming. What? The f- <laughs> then I checked my notes. I was like, "Is that the is that the name?" No, no, no. <laughs>
1: We have a really great list of our top five books, people. We know the titles. We swear.
0: (laughs) So this book is written by um, Sandy Stark McGinnis. Yes. And I love this book so much because I have never, like, I cried so Mm -hmm. much. Like, this girl is basically coping and helping her mother who has early onset of Alzheimer's mm-hmm. to deal with kind of coming up with this bucket list of things for her to help her essentially be satisfied in life before she dies. Yeah. So first of all, middle grade, like,
1: and, like that is just like a genre that you don't hear much about. Exactly. Unless especially, you are in the grade.
0: Exactly. And especially such a sentimental, like important topic. Mm hmm. Yeah, to discuss in such a genre. Oh, yes, it, was, it left me breathless.
1: Oh, I remember you telling me about it, and I have it on my bookshelf to mm-hmm. read. Yes. Um, but I remember you telling me about it, and it just sounds like something that's just going to be so emotional and yes. sad and cry fest. Yes,
0: I was going to say it was like it left me breathless and drunk because I had to drink a whole bottle to cope. But it with was my middle answer. grade. I know middle is going to get <laughs> <up>. <laughs>
1: P.S.A., please no drinking and reading.
0: Yes, you have to be at least 18, I mean, 21 years old.
1: Yeah, 21 or older. Gosh. Ah! <laughs> We're going to get demonetized and we ain't even monetized. Okay, so my third book is How to Save a Life by Liz Fenton and Lisa Snyke
0: Sorry, back injury. Uh. <laughs> That was going to be my third book, but anyway. I
1: had a feeling. That's why I wanted to go first because I didn't need you snatching any of these for me. (laughs) So this book was such a wonderful read. We physically read this one, and then we had a little meeting with the authors, and it was just a really cool, interesting look at like magical realism and how times change and fate and All of that stuff. And it's uh, about a guy who his fiancé, they reconnect, ex-fiancé, they reconnect, and then she dies the same night that they have their first date, not back together, but just like reconnecting. Um, Mm -hmm. She tragically dies. And she goes on to tragically die every single day in a groundhog-esque kind of world that our main character gets stuck in. Yeah. So I feel like it's a good book for 2020 because we kind of all got stuck reliving the same things every single day. (laughs) Yes. And at the end, there's a happy ending and it uh, continues on with life. So let's hope that 2021 does the same.
0: Exactly. So it's so funny that we are touching on essentially the, the same kind of genres. Benny is too much right now. <laughs> he is that? real extra. Benny, get down, bud. Stop. Anyway. <laughs> but anyway hi, Benny. Uh, hi. Hello. Are you, you're seen, okay? <laughs> anyway,
1: <laughs> we hear um, you, Benny.
0: We hear you. He doesn't, he doesn't move at all, all day long. And all of a sudden when I'm doing this. He's I,
1: <laughs> I know.
0: Like he's I'm like, like seriously
1: just like snuggled up most of the time.
0: All right, all right, so.
1: (laughs) 2020, put your dog in a
0: headlock. (laughs) 2020, So, yeah, so we're talking about, like, time traveling and, like, reliving Mm. days. My third favorite book of the year was The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Ooh. Yes, by V.E. Schwab. Mm. So, I listened to the audiobook for this one, and I will say I was just, like, The writing is so good. I don't know how this woman writes so well. Like, it just makes me jealous. And I felt like I was, like, thrown into this world where a woman who is set to marry this man that she does not want to marry um, makes a deal with the devil, essentially. Oh, Says, like, let me be free. I don't want to be tied down, basically. And so the devil, like is definitely, you know, makes good on his little, her, her little, bitch. yes, <laughs> and she lives for, like, 300 years where no one remembers her, so she'll walk into a room and say, hi, I'm this person, because she can't say her name, by the way. Why? So that's just one of the, the pr- like, kind of caveats of the curse, I oh, guess. okay. So, um, so she calls her, Like, she calls herself, like, Addie, because Addie is, like, a nickname, because her real name is um, Adeline. Okay. So, she will walk into a room, introduce herself, and then, like, have this whole experience with someone. And then, right when she leaves the room, they forget who she is. So, she has to come back, and, like, everyone's like, who are you? Get out of my store, you know? Or, you know, get out of my house. Because she has to, like, kind of fight this off all the time. Yeah. Until one man recognizes her when she leaves the room so she re- leaves the room and then comes back and he, he's like hey what's up and she's like you know who I am and he's like yeah and then you find out why they're connected in, in that way interesting so very good it's very it's very long I will say it was a long book um yeah. and some parts were kind of like they, they were slow mm-hmm. but by the end of the book I was just like I was just like stunned at how mesmerizing the the world and the story and the writing was
1: how'd you listen to it um overdrive overdrive. okay okay yeah might have to retake that one out
0: so good oh my god
1: okay so my fourth one so this one's more thrillery Ooh. when no one is watching by Alyssa cole
0: (laughs) now i did not read this one you did yes
1: yeah i listened to it on libro fm Okay. Super super great. Great read and listen for 2020. I just was I was hooked on it beginning to end. I think I finished it in a day because I just couldn't stop. Mm-hmm. Um the sensual scenes are a thriller with a sex scene is like <laughs> It's really, really good, um, and it's, it's really an interesting book to read, especially in 2020 when we had such, like, major events with BLM yeah. and everything um, pertaining to COVID and stuff, just people being, like, stuck inside and also, like, struggling with being able to be who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's about a neighborhood a guy and his girlfriend move in and it's kind of going through um, a gentrification issue Hmm. where there's big corporations moving in people are disappearing um, and you have the neighborhood just kind of in not really knowing like what's happening and there's this big mystery surrounding it and then we have our main character who's a woman of color and she just goes on like a detective hunt like she Sherlock Holmes the mm-hmm. shit out of this diabolical scheme really? uh, and it's just it's really really cool and really messed up when you get to the big reveals but just oh my god it's amazing you have to listen to it
0: so Alyssa Cole usually writes like romance
1: yes I yeah.
0: love I love that she kind of kind of you know, trickled down to the thriller world and brought that love of romance with her.
1: And oh she marries it perfectly. <laughs> I was like, I didn't see it coming. And I don't yeah, think yeah. neither of our main character did either.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Whew. It was Woo-hoo. good.
0: Um, all right. So I can't have a top five without, you know, mentioning this book and this author. I finally finished it. War Maidens. Oh, yes. By Kelly Kuhn. Oh, yes. My. So, Grave Maidens was my favorite book of 2019.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: I just I just fell in love with the world. I fell in love with the characters. Um, and I actually physically read that book, um, the Grave Maidens. And mm-hmm. I just loved it. This year, I listened to War Maidens through Overdrive. And the wonderful Bonnie Turpin was the narrator. And I just... It, it's a duology so yeah. i was expecting this series to kind of end very nicely on a silver platter which it did but to get there it was a it, girl it was a journey i it was a journey. i bet and, and i actually
1: listened to grave Maidens, yeah. so mm-hmm. i'm excited to continue on cuz i knew how well bonnie she always does great but
0: mm-hmm. it's
1: funny how you listen er, how you read and i listened
0: yeah, so I feel like Grave Maidens was more of an internal battle with Kamani, the the main character, in terms of like identity and who she is and who she belongs to, in terms of like her you know society and her people and and things like that. But with War Maidens, she, what Kelly Kuhn does is she introduces she introduces all those minor characters in Grave Maidens, but in War Maidens, she makes them all like major characters, and so oh. you get more of Kamani's best friend Iltani. You get Ooh. more. of her sister Nenea you get more of Dagon so like you know you I think she just really gives us what we wanted from the end of grave maidens and Mm -hmm. in a whole new adventure in this one there's this war these they they, they, you know they have like scorpion warriors and they're all female so it's like female empowerment yeah Um, and so they want to basically get some the the rifle heir to the throne on to the throne because right now there's like a dictator running Alu. So that's what the story of War Manners is about, and I just think that Kelly Kuhn ended it very nicely. So perfectly done.
1: Mm, I can't so, wait to listen to it. So oh, I'm excited. My final book to wrap up 2020 was a thriller. You okay.
0: <gasps> yes, I, I thought you were going to say that mine. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No,
1: it's another thriller, and it's one that I actually forgot that we had uh, listened to. Uh And so when I was looking back, like, on some of our previous, like, episodes and stuff, I saw this one, and I was like, I, that one was really, really fantastic. When I Was You by Minka Kent. I knew you were going to say this. (laughs) I had, like, completely forgotten about it entirely, and then when I saw it and remembered it, it just all like came flooding back to me of how great it was laid out, how mm-hmm. wonderful our main character was. And I know there were some complaints with it not being realistic um, on the Goodreads reviews. Yeah. However, I, I argue that like if you find out something about somebody, your first instinct is to go get help. And that is exactly what our main character did. Now, because our main character was being thwarted by our villain, it didn't end up working out because our villain had a better strategy in place than our main character did. But I thought that this one was great because, one, it didn't feed into a lot of the thriller tropes. Mm -hmm. Um, It had a really, really fun ending, Mm-hmm. Um And I just really loved everything about
0: it. I listened to that in one day mm-hmm. and I was still in the pool for the whole eight hours. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, you were pruney. I was a prune. I was a prune. Ooh. I could have helped someone poop. Yep, Keep it <laughs> um, regular. But after I finished it, I knew you're going to love it. Just the ending is exactly the type of ending that you love. And I was just like, oh, Brittany's going to love it.
1: Yeah. Like it was really, really good. And I do love that she asked for help. It wasn't this like woman in the window kind of thing where she needed to figure it out on her own and she couldn't rely on anybody basically. And so like with this character in When I Was You, she asked for help. Mm -hmm. She tried to get help. And when she was denied the help, then she had to go about it on her own, of course. yeah.
0: And this, the villain guy kind of, he tried to gaslight her. Yeah. She, she was not having it.
1: And so, I felt gaslit too, because I wasn't sure about the guy either. I was like, what is, like, I loved him at the beginning. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I've never, I've never read a book where I'm watching the main character attempt to be gaslit, but I'm being gaslit instead, instead of the main I like, I know.
1: What's going on here? I was like, what just happened?
0: Yes. Why did um, I
1: suddenly end up at my family Thanksgiving? (laughs) (laughs) Subtle, subtle shade. In
0: 2019, because in 2019,
1: yes. (laughs) 2020 Thanksgiving did not happen. Christmas did not happen. New Year's is not going to happen.
0: What are you doing for New Year's? Like I always do on my couch.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sean and I are going to make some fondue.
0: Ooh, I'm watching Ryan Seacrest on my couch.
1: Oh, you're going to ro- watch the ball drop?
0: I always watch the ball drop, but Eddie always falls asleep, so.
1: He is like a nine-year-old kid.
0: He is. It's ridiculous.
1: Tries so hard to stay awake, but just can't.
0: <laughs> exactly. Ugh. So I really, I really tried to pick my favorite, like, five, and it was really hard, like I said, and I was torn between The Vanishing Half which I thought was going to be on your list because we both loved it.
1: Another one that we didn't review.
0: Exactly, but, but we,
1: we, amazing.
0: We were texting about it. We we're talking. It, it just won, I think, best book of the year through something.
1: Mm-hmm. As so, it should.
0: As it should. But I didn't. I, I I felt like my heart was leaning more towards Cemetery Boys. So I love, love Cemetery Boys. I listened to the audio. It was perfection, and. It was just so unique and inspiring and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And it, and it focused on a population that we need to focus more on. And I think 2021 has like tons of transgender books coming out. Oh yeah. So I'm very excited to kind of, you know, delve into that world. But Cemetery Boys was really, I think, sparked excitement and the fact that we need more trans stories out there.
1: Yes. Um, yeah. And
0: yeah. I the love story in that book was just so real and beautiful. Like I fell in love immediately with the, the love interest. And I'm like, of course he's gonna fall in love with him. Like, come on now. Uh, it was important because it was it was the kind of reason for the curse, and or not the curse, but like the the, the magic. Mm -hmm. But how it was done was wonderful. And and as a reader who is not trans and who is not Latino, I felt like I was seen in the book, even though I'm not those things. And that's, Mm -hmm. I think that's the power of this, the author's writing and the direction that the story took. I just loved it. And I think all people should read it. Oh my God.
1: Oh, now I want to read. Did you listen to it or did you physically read it?
0: We got the, we actually got the ALC from Macmillan.
1: Oh. So, uh,
0: we have it in our collection.
1: Okay, we have to trade. Oh my gosh, those are five, well, I mean six, because we have to obviously honorable mention Vanishing
0: Half. Even though- yeah. And I think honorable mention also For the Best by Vanilla. Van- I just said Vanilla.
1: <laughs> you need to not far- drink wine while you're trying to do these.
0: <laughs> she's not, she's far from Vanilla. Um, yeah. from Vanessa Lily, because <laughs> we both really enjoyed For the Best.
1: Oh, For the Best was For the Best. Like, it was really, really, really good. Like, uh, it was amazing, but it was another one where we did not review it. We had a lot of books that we listened to this year that we ended up just not reviewing.
0: Reviving the Hawthorne Sisters from Emily Yes. Carpenter. Like, what? We, you know, I think that. It was just a busy year. It was chaotic.
1: It was really weird, and we had to do them like online, like this. And this is not our normal thing. It changed our schedule.
0: Twenty twenty, man.
1: It really tried to tear us down.
0: Yes, and can can we just realize that twenty twenty one is spelled twenty twenty one. Two, zero, two, zero, W-O-N. I don't know how I feel about this. What? <laughs>
1: 2021.
0: Oh. I'm nervous.
1: So people are saying that it's going to be a good year?
0: I, I think, I'm scared that it's going to be reminiscent of 2020, but.
1: I mean, people I realize have... that when it, when the clock strikes midnight, it doesn't just suddenly magically all go away, right? I <laughs> like it's just another damn day.
0: I, I'm like they're like, "Oh, I can't wait for this year to be over. It's literally tomorrow." <laughs>
1: <laughs> People say that every single year and it's just like, you know it doesn't matter, right? Like the uh, hardest thing about the hardest thing about it is just like learning to write a new year.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I got real confused cuz a gift card that I'm about to use for an Asian bistro place is about to expire and I was like, "Wait, no it's not. It was it was It's going to expire 2020, December 2020. And Eddie's like, you are in December 2020.
1: (sighs) You're like, how did I get here? Oh my God. When did I arrive?
0: I thought it was still March.
1: (laughs) It feels like March. I mean, when I hear people talking about December 2019, I'm like, oh, that was just yesterday.
0: Yeah. But the books that we did read this year, fantastic.
1: Yes. And I feel like we did end up reading a lot. We just didn't end up reviewing a lot of them.
0: Very Um, Very true. Hi, Benny. (laughs) <laughs> what did you read this year
1: Benny needs to make an appearance in every video from now on <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway
1: <Aww>. anyway, <laughs> we are so excited about these 11, 12 13 books that we listed off here um, we hope that you pick them up in 2021 or if you read them in 2020 please let us know in the comments down below or on our various social medias we are on Twitter at audioshelf me, Instagram at audioshelf me and Facebook at audioshelf
0: And if you like this video and you want more, please hit that subscribe button and hit that little ding a ding ding to get notifications for new episodes
1: And thumbs
0: up. I guess, if you want. Just thumbs up, please. Yeah, sure. All right. So until next time.
1: Bye. Bye. (laughs) You were delayed on that. (laughs) What are we doing? It
0: was like 2020. (laughs) This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday.
1: If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest books and topics for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me.
0: We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening.